Welcome to a new episode of the Apostolic and Prophetic Podcast. Today, uh, the topic is, where are you looking for refuge? Or in other words, God is our refuge and our fortress. And in German, we have a very old uh, song in the Protestant church, which is called, if you translate it, um, um, our fortress or a strong fortress is our God. Yeah? Eine feste Borg ist unser Gott. And this uh, comes from the Bible. There are many Bible verses describing God as a fortress or as it is translated in the German Bible as a castle, like a middle age uh, castle. And When uh, I was a child, we often went on the weekends with my parents, uh, not every weekend, but sometimes to castles or ruins of old castles, because in the area where I lived, there were lots of castles. And of course, as a child, this is very fascinating. You like to play knights and um, to have, uh, we built swords for ourselves or took sticks and you have these impressive big walls and also the the high towers and it's it's amazing it's it's very impressive uh, and probably all children love it and um, because actually um, not even just children are interested in this or like to visit castles or fortresses but also even adults is <laughs> because it's a deep desire throughout all history of all humans, it was to be protected, to be safe. That's why people built castles. That's why um, people built fortresses for their armies, to protect themselves from the enemy. And um, let's have a look into the Bible and let's see uh, a few Uh, Bible verses about this. And the first I would like to start with is in uh, 2 Samuel chapter 22. And it's actually a song uh, from King David. And um, I will read from verse 1. Then David spoke to the Lord the words of this song. On the day when the Lord or Yahweh had delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul, And he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge. My savior, you save me from violence. Hallelujah. Okay, so King David, he knew what means to be in battle. He had fought many battles. His life was often in danger. And here he's even saying, he's not just saying that God is my uh, fortress, yeah, the Lord or Yahweh is my rock and my fortress, but he's also saying that he delivers me from, or you save me from violence. And we know that we live in the end times and Jesus 
describe the end times. He said it will be, for example, like in the days of Noah. He also said other things, but among the things he said uh, or told to the disciples about the end times was one thing he said it will be like in the days of Noah. And when we go back to Genesis, to uh, chapter 6, there it is described how it was in the days of Noah. In verse 5 is written, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And if you read, then when um, Noah gets the commandment to prepare the ark, um, it's in verse uh, 13, uh, just a minute. Um, and God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Okay, so if Jesus is uh, warning us in saying that the last days will be like the days of Noah, then we have to look how it was in the days of Noah. And one, you could say, characteristic of that time of the days of Noah was that the earth was filled with violence through them or through the people. And in this we can see, I mean, if you look uh, what is um, reported in the media, I think it was uh, yesterday, there was the Holocaust Remembrance Day and uh, in Jerusalem, in a synagogue, uh, a Palestinian was killing, uh, I think, uh, seven uh, Jewish uh, worshippers in the synagogue and um, there also were uh, uh, videos on uh, or short clips on Twitter for example that um, the Palestinians were celebrating with fireworks that uh, these you could say innocent people were killed and this is exactly what the Bible is talking about it's violence the earth is not not just a few times not just here and there but it is filled with violence. And this is something what we will see more and more, and you could say ever increasing, not in every place, but in many, many places. And it's it's a global uh, phenomenon. It is not just in a few countries. That the earth is filled with violence. And this is exactly why we need God and why we need to understand that God also is our fortress. Because King David he had experience with lots of violence in his life. And exactly what he is saying, I go back to Second uh, Samuel uh, chapter 22 in verse 3. Yes, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior, you save me from violence. And this is the thing that also sometimes in the church or sometimes uh, we as believers, we can do a mistake and think that people need to solve our problems. That just the right leaders need to be in place, just the right politicians, maybe just the right party uh, to fix it, or maybe just I need another boss in my workplace, or we need another mayor or whatsoever, uh, and then things will be fixed. Yes, people can have an influence, and especially if you have godly people who have the Holy Spirit, who have wisdom and the fear of God, they can then make uh, better decisions and the right decisions compared to those who don't. But we should not put our trust and our hope for security in people because the Bible also is very clear about this. And there's one very strong verse. It is 
in Jeremiah and uh, it is in chapter 17. And there it is written in verse 5, Thus says the Lord, or thus says Yahweh, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a sword land which is not inhabited. Verse 7, blessed is the man who trusts in Yahweh and whose hope is Yahweh, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Hallelujah. So this is also, you could say, a reference to what we uh, spoke about when we uh, had this topic about the happy new, uh, happy new Year in Psalm 1. Yes, it's the same picture. It's the tree which is, you could say, um, well watered and uh, which is bringing fruit even when circumstances are bad, even when there's a drought um, uh, in that year. And... The thing is, um, this is what sometimes uh, we do. We trust in people, and and but God is very clear because it's a very strong word. I mean, cursed. It's not just it will. It's bad, or it's not uh, advantage. Uh, I mean, good for you if you are trusting in man, but he's saying you are cursed. So this is you could say the strongest word uh, God could use for saying that you shouldn't do this. That under no circumstances, this doesn't mean that you should not trust in anybody. You should not trust uh, in your husband or in your wife, or you should not have trust in uh, also uh, brothers and sisters in your church. It's not what it says. But if you are putting your hope in people, that they will, you could say, um, the ones who um, decide on your forthcoming, on your, um, how to say, on your well-being, uh, then uh, you will fail. You should trust in God. You should go to God. And this is sometimes also uh, we try to, or people try to, um, how to say, um, do things they don't really want to do or they don't really have peace to do, to gossip together with your uh, colleagues about other colleagues maybe or in school with other students or at the university just to belong, just to be part of the group. Yes, be and this is exactly what here it means. Then you are trusting in men. Then you are trusting in God, that, uh, not in God. You're trusting in men that they would uh, help you uh, to move further. And uh, but this we should not do. We should trust in the Lord. And let's have a look to a few more scriptures uh, where uh, the Bible uh, mentions this, that God is our castle or our fortress. And the next one is in Psalm. And it is in Psalm 18, verse 2. The Lord or Yahweh is my rock my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Hallelujah. 
So, um, and another one, let's take the next. It's in Psalm 31. It's again also from David, uh, from verse 3. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me, for you are my strength. Hallelujah. Okay, and the next one is in Psalm 71, verse 3. Be my strong refuge, to which I may resort continually. You have given the commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. And before I come to the next one, would like to um, share something um, why I also started to think about this, um, that God is our rock. I mean, I was reading this many times, but I mean, sometimes you read something and, and but you don't really think about it. Um, or just maybe a little bit. So I was a um, um, few weeks ago or two weeks ago, I think uh, we went uh, to a castle or the ruins of a castle nearby. And there was a very uh, high tower or still three towers, but in, in uh, one uh, you could go in or actually in two. And from there you had a very uh, good view over the land. And uh, far uh, at the horizon, I saw um, like the, the chimneys of um, a big power um, um, power station or something like this, where they burn coal and generate electricity. And then I was thinking, um, it's very far. I, I can uh, look um, through uh, the land. So I was checking on Google Maps uh, and searching for this uh, power station. And then I, or this power plant, and then I, I, I found it and it was about 40 kilometers away. So from that tower, you could uh, look as far as 40 kilometers on a normal day. Uh, I mean, when you had no fog or something like this. So uh, that meant also in the Middle Ages, because it was a, a Middle Age uh, fortress or castle, um, they could see an army approaching probably one or two days before they arrived because they also had equipment to carry. They had also heavy weapons. They had also armor and um, provisions. And um, also the roads were not perfect in that uh, time. Uh, like nowadays, they had no motorway they could walk on. Uh, maybe it was sometimes difficult um, to move the whole army. So we can guess maybe they need they could walk about 25 kilometers march 25 kilometers per day and because also you could not uh, let your army march that they are totally exhausted if you wanted to attack a castle so that meant that probably one or two days in advance you could see you could see the enemy was approaching from that uh, fortress or from that castle and then um, there was still um, there was still a place marked in the in the middle of the courtyard where was a church, but this church didn't exist anymore. And you can imagine if the enemy came, then they were ringing the bells um, 
without end that uh, all the surrounding villages they would be informed and that people would flock to the to the castle and they would bring provisions in and that everyone could prepare for battle or also uh, protect himself and and this is the same thing god is this fortress god is like a fortress and if you are seeking refuge in god that means you are listening to his voice then you are coming into this fortress you could say and then you are protected because outside people were not protected you could probably also see before the army was approaching that already in the distance some villages were burned down because usually those armies they uh, were feeding themselves off the land uh, slaughtering the animals um also destroying, uh, burning down villages, and maybe some people could even flee and also uh, report what happened. So, but if you were outside, you were without protection and basically had no chance to survive. Okay, and now God uh, in his word is, you could say, described or even describing himself because it was uh, written by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that he is a fortress. So if we live in this time where is violence around us, we need to come to that fortress. And that brings me to my next um, Bible verse. It's in Psalm 91, uh, verse 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord or of Yahweh. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Verse 3 and 4. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Okay, but what is here also written that um, you I mean, you can have God as this fortress and he wants to protect you. But there's a condition that you can have this, you could say, protection. And this is in verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. And you could say this fortress, uh, God is this fortress. Yes. And compared to, you could say, uh, other fortresses, I mean, in all history, uh, people tried to build fortresses which could not be conquered. But in fact, every fortress can be conquered. Every castle could be destroyed. It just, even they were for a few hundred years, couldn't be destroyed uh, with the weapons uh, that were developed in later times. It is, was possible to destroy basically every fortress, like also nowadays. Yes, even in the First World War, you had big fortresses in France. I once visited Verdun, and there was one fort. It's the, called the Fort de Dumont, with huge uh, and big walls made of concrete. But even that fortress was conquered about 50 times from the Germans, from the French, and back and forth. So basically... Every fortress built by man can be conquered, but God cannot be conquered. God cannot be subdued. God cannot be defeated. So if you are in this fortress, which uh, who is God himself, you cannot be, uh, you could say, conquered. Yes. Um, and But this uh, condition 
it's that it's um, you need to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And this is the thing, this fortress, you could say, is invisible. And people around us, they see what is happening and they are scared and they are thinking what is going on in our societies, why there is so a lot of violence, why it's not everything bad, but why all these things happen. And you, you honestly, you must be blind if you don't see that we live in times which become more uh, uh, unsafe than, than in the past. And, and, uh, and people are looking for solutions. Some people, they buy weapons in some countries. It's possible. Some people try to emigrate to other countries. But there is this fortress. And this is, uh, it's an invisible fortress. And you can only, you could say, see it if you listen to the Holy Spirit. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, if you listen to God's voice, like Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, God is leading you to the safe place. He's leading you to this fortress. Okay. And uh, I want to come to the last two Bible verses about this. And it is in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord, or the name of Yahweh, is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Hallelujah. And also... In Joel chapter 3, there it is written in verse 16, The Lord also will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and earth will shake, but the Lord will be a shelter for his people and the strength of the children of Israel. And uh, it is actually also translated, if you look to the original text, also like a fortress. Um, or as like some uh, stronghold. So no matter what happens in the world, God is our fortress. God is our strong tower. And not just this, he also is uh, the Lord of hosts. In this, I mean, not just there's uh, when you had the battle in, in the Middle Ages, people were not just fleeing to the to the castle, you could say, but they were also fighting fighting against the approaching army and God. But the thing is that God is fighting for us and he is the Lord of the heavenly armies, the Lord of hosts. And next time we will speak also about this. And so no matter what happens around you, don't forget, run to God, ask the Holy Spirit, ask him for advice, for wisdom, for help. And don't Start to defend yourself from your own strength, like Jeremiah said, to trust in your own arm, you could say, in, the, in your flesh, in your own abilities, but trust in God's abilities to fight for you. And if this podcast is speaking to you, please also share it with at least three other people. If uh, it was speaking to you, that also other people can hear this. Um, so have a nice week um, and uh, be blessed and um, yes, have a good start into the next week in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.